Hi, and welcome to today's podcast episode, where I'm going to be chatting to you about my four-step process for getting back on track when you feel like you have fallen off track. And I hope you're doing well. Um, I've had a very hectic week. Lots of different things have been going on for me this week. A lot of um, family matters and Joe's dad came down from Louth and we've spent a couple of days with him, which have been really busy. Um, And one thing that always happens to me when I get out of my routine is I always begin to feel a little bit overwhelmed. When I say a little bit overwhelmed, I actually feel very overwhelmed. I feel like the stuff that I have to do on a weekly basis starts to build up and then I get a little bit overwhelmed that I am not getting everything done. Um, Now, normally, up until a couple of years ago, what I would have done would have been have continued on to be stressed and turned to food. So I would have felt stressed out, out of my routine with things that are out of my control. And I would have sat down at the end of every night and had three big slices of cake or half a packet of biscuits if I was lucky, maybe a full packet of biscuits. So I just would have eaten my way through the stress. This time, however, has been a little bit different. I have been noticing how stressed out and overwhelmed that I feel because I've been out of routine and I'm not doing my usual stuff. I am recognizing that I feel that way and I am talking to myself like I'm soothing myself. I'm telling myself, that's okay. Family come first. It's really important that you see family, that you enjoy your time with them um, and that you put that first. It's okay to be out of your routine. It's completely normal. Um, and I've been talking to myself really gentle, gently and I have been um, investigating where the feelings are coming from, why they're there. And then I've just been talking to myself really gently and coaxing myself into taking small steps to getting back on track and not seeing it as one huge big mountain that I have to climb. So for example, I'm making my action steps smaller. So today's podcast episode is going to be a little bit shorter. Um, And other things that I'm going to be doing this week are going to be a little bit um, smaller or shorter so I can still put in excellent work. However, I can take care of myself in a week that just has happened to be a very busy week. Um, And I've changed and it's lovely to see the change that has factually happened. And I mean factually happened because it's all well and good to think you've changed, but you can only notice yourself having changed when something goes wrong or, you you know, when, when, you, when, you, when, when you actually get to implement what you've learned into practice. And this whole investigate nurture is um, something called RAIN, a practice that I learned from Tara Brock. And it's beautiful and it only takes a couple of minutes. So I encourage you, if you ever feel overwhelmed or stressed out and you normally turn to food or something externally outside of yourself, like online shopping, shopping, eating, drinking, all of the good stuff, all of the the stuff that I used to do so much to to avoid feeling feelings, um, you can do something called RAIN instead. So that is OR for recognize. So You sit down and you just pause for a second and you recognize the feeling. You say, okay, okay, I am feeling this feeling and you and you and you name it. So I'm feeling overwhelmed. And then the A stands for aware. You become aware of the feeling that you're feeling and how you're feeling it in the body, 
What way is it manifesting itself? I is for investigate. You investigate the feeling. Where is it coming from? Why am I feeling like this? And 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 you dig a little bit deep. So um, you don't just think, well, I'm feeling overwhelmed because I'm very busy. You, you might think for me it was, I'm feeling very overwhelmed because I'm doing things that I don't normally do. And I really am a creature of habit. So take me out of the routine and the structure that I have in place for my week. Um, I get very overwhelmed. And then the end part stands for nurture. Nurture yourself. Talk to yourself gently. Coax yourself down from that high mountain you're on. I always feel like I'm on a very high mountain, top of a hill when I'm stressed out. And I always like to think of myself just walking down back again, grounding myself and nurturing myself. You could put your arms over yourself, give your arms a little bit of a gentle rub um, and say to yourself, it's okay. Everything is okay. You're going to do things nice and slowly and at your own pace. You're not going to be rushed for or by anybody. You're going to just do things at your own pace. You might have to do a little bit less this week and that is all good. Your self-care is not going to drop. They're the things that aren't going to drop. The other stuff like work and all the other things that you have to do, I'm going to figure out how to do that in a smaller way this week so that my self-care, my exercise, my fresh air isn't impacted. And that's what I do now and I hope you find it helpful. So I want to talk to you in this episode about getting back on track. Um, The reason I do, it's because I see this as one of the biggest barriers to consistency. One of the biggest barriers to women getting healthy is when we get off track, many of us seem to stay off track and not know how to get back on track. So I wanted to share with you my simple four-step framework, my four-step roadmap that I use on myself to get myself back on track. If I have, for example, gone through an extremely busy time and some of the action steps that I have implemented are gone. Like, for example, I went through um, a period of time there a while ago. Of course, I had to hit a tough place. Of course, I had to let stress and overwhelm get the better of me before I implemented it. That's the way things go sometimes. So I was feeling very stressed out and overwhelmed. So I um, decided to meditate for 10 minutes first thing in the morning. Like the very first thing that I did when I woke up um, and and I learned this from Dr. Joe Dispenza was to get up out of bed Go to your room, sit in silence with your eyes closed. You set an alarm for 10 minutes and you do nothing. You just breathe and you, you, you go against your instincts. You go against your brain telling you, oh, go on, go and get a cup of coffee first. Oh, just fix this. Just clean this. Just do this. You you go against it and it's the going against of what your brain is telling you and it is, is the beauty. It's, it, that's what the training is. The, the growth is in that struggle. And I really find that very, very motivating. The growth is in the struggle. I tell myself that often because it helps me sit with the struggle. So rather than me say, oh, I have to sit down in silence for 10 minutes, but I don't want to. I want to get a cup of coffee. I want to get on with my day. I'm busy. I acknowledge that Of course, my mind is telling me to do all these different things because I don't want to sit still for 10 minutes. But being aware that I'm that I'm training my brain in a positive direction, I'm telling it who's boss by 
ignoring what it's telling me and sitting still for 10 minutes, knowing that that is the growth, the growth is in the struggle, is really motivating. But anyway, I, I let that drop um, because, of course, I was feeling good. I was like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't need to do this extra 10 minutes. I, I do the thrive time with my clients, but I was thinking I don't need to do this extra 10 minutes. I feel good again. Um, and it's a it's a it's a very common problem that I see with um, clients, um, women that I meet, people that come into my DMs and Instagram. It's one of the most common questions I get asked. How do I get back on track? So let's just solve this puzzle once and for all. Um, how to get back on track? My four step process. First things first. Number one, you 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 want to go go and get a journal and a pen and paper. And you you first of all, number step number one is to draw a line in the sand of of what's gone on. And I think far too many of us skip this part. And while we're trying to get back on track, we're ruminating over how annoyed we are that we fell off track and how far ahead we could be right now if we hadn't fallen off track. And it's staying stuck in the past that really keeps us from moving forward. However, something as simple as just saying to yourself, I'm going to actively draw a line in the sand and you could get a pen and paper and write, I'm drawing a line in the sand or just draw a line um, to get to, 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 to allow yourself to let go. Just to say, I'm letting this go. What's done is done. We don't need to ruminate, ruminate, ruminate on it anymore. We don't need you don't need to beat yourself up over it anymore. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. You take a couple of deep breaths in, breathing in for four, pausing, breathing out for eight. You do that three times. You let it go. You just let it go off your body, off your muscles, off your mind. And you say, step number two, what is it? I'm going to write out my goals and what my action steps are. And think of your goals like your your destination, where you want to go. And it's always there in the distance. And what I love to tell myself and what we do in Thrive Academy is Thrive Coaching is that we have goals while at the same time learning how to love ourselves in the present moment. Um, And the action steps, think of the action steps as your present moment stuff and the goals as the roadmap ahead. I love to have a roadmap. I love to always have goals. I love to always be thinking forward, moving forward. However, at the same time, I love to also love myself as I am now. What I find works really well for me is that I have goals which keep me forward thinking and thinking of progress. And then I have action steps which make me feel very much in the present. What I find a lot of people do um, that can hold them back is that they're too goal focused um, you'll notice that with a lot of the, the weight loss stuff in the, in the weight loss industry is that it's always about what weight you are going to be, what weight you want to be. Oh, I'm not at my weight. I'm not at my weight. And it's just all about the forward forward. Um, however, when you when you set your goals, also have action steps and think of the action steps as the stepping stones to that goal. I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to feel good. Okay. What are the action steps that are going to get me there? Now, we're still on step two. So you write out your goals and you write out your action steps. And the action steps are what you're going to focus on every week. And those action steps are going to get you that goal that you want. However, now you've written out your goal. You can let that go. You don't need to obsessively think about it every day. Your action steps are going to be in line with that goal and you focus on what the action steps are. So make sure the action steps 
have a lovely, holistic, all-round health approach to the goal that you have. For example, if you want to be fit and healthy, you are going to be looking at action steps for, well, you're going to be, I love my my five-step framework, PAMS. You, you want to have action steps for your physical movement, accountability and support, hydration, mental health and self-care. Health embodying all aspects of your of your health your when you get fit and healthy not just what many of us do and um, when we're on our journey and it's not successful um of being fit and healthy is we, we we always tend to focus just on fitness and nutrition fitness and nutrition am i eating okay and am i moving enough and you know, you really get into this lovely space of loving yourself again when you view fitness and health so much more. And I'm the biggest culprit for that. I, I only ever really viewed my health as my physical movement and my nutrition. And it was always about eating less and moving more. And if you look back a few years on my Instagram account, um, not that you ever would, you have way better things to do. My, my messaging was that. It was, you know, eat less, move more. And I have evolved and my message has grown um, because I've evolved and grown and I have come to a good understanding that in order for us to be fit and healthy and to love ourselves again, all aspects of our health needs to be taken into consideration. And the lovely thing about that is if you have a week where your movement mightn't have gone to plan, well, your mental health action steps and your self-care action steps may have gone to plan. So you, you're really moving away from that black and white way of thinking, oh, well, I didn't get workouts and I had a bar of chocolate on a Wednesday night. So therefore I'm, I'm off, I'm off track. Um, opening up the doors to a more holistic approach is, is just wonderful in so many ways. And, and definitely I need to do another episode on that. Um, so step number one, just to remind you, is to actively let go. Do something that is going to help you let go of the fact that you have been off track, whether that's taking deep breaths, um, doing a few breathing exercises, drawing a line on your notepad, writing out, I'm letting it go, or just sitting and allowing yourself to feel the feelings of letting go. Step number two is to write out your goals and your action steps. Be super clear on what your goals are. Be super clear on what your action steps are. And your action steps will embody my five-step framework, PAMS. Um, and then step number three is to take out your calendar and block out your time. Blocking out your time putting up boundaries and making sure everybody in your family is with you on this is a step that I see most women miss out on. Most people, from what I can see, is that they draw a line in the sand, they write out their goals and action steps and they get stuck to it and they don't care how they're going to fit it in, they're just going to fit it in. And while that way of thinking is really endearing and lovely and I can see the motivation shining through and the good intentions shining through, missing out step three is probably one of the reasons why you have landed back off track because you haven't really thought or dedicated or blocked out time for your actual self-care. So you're trying to just wing it. Or what a lot of you do is, and myself, is, is just take the time over, the time that's left over at the end of the day. When you take the time that's left over at the end of the day, you're wrecked, you're knackered. And if you're anything like me, all you want to do, and rightly so, is sit down on the couch with a cup of hot chocolate and watch an hour of Netflix before you go to bed. Or I'm never going to change. I, I'm always going to 
I, I love doing that. I love finding a really good series or a really good movie on Netflix and winding down in that hour before bed. That time is precious. The fire's on. The room is really cosy. Me and Joe are snuggled in beside each other. A cup of hot chocolate. The kids have gone to bed. The dogs are beside us. Pure bliss. I really wouldn't recommend you saying, okay, well, I'll do all this stuff during the day. I'll get the dinner on. I'll do all this, 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 and then I'll go and do my workout and I'll do my Thrive Times or or you'll do whatever it is that, that you do to healthy. Um, I would really encourage you, as difficult as it may be now, to find another way, whether that's lunchtime, before dinner, morning times. And remember that it's the exercise really that, that really needs time found in your day, in your week, because everything good comes from exercise. So I really encourage you to block out time on your calendar for exercise. Exercise. If you could do that first and then in an ideal world, you would have another block of 10 minutes somewhere in the day, three times a week to do things like Thrive Time, um, which I do with my members, um, or like things like sitting in silence, affirmations, doing a bit of journaling, assessing where you are, doing an end of week review, like the the things that are going to help you continue to be the director of your life, not the managing, putting out flyers, fires on a loop, on a constant treadmill loop. You need to take yourself off that treadmill a few times a week and assess, where am I going? What am I at? What's going well for me? What am I doing today? You need that space in your head to reflect and to think and to plan to get the very most out of your life. So really step three is all about, yes, I have my well intentions. I've set my goals. I've set my action steps. However, to be serious about this, I need to block out this time in my calendar like it's a meeting. And if you have blocks of time in your calendar, let's say between Monday and Sunday, you've got three blocks of time for your workouts and then a couple of blocks of time for fresh air. They can be movable um, because you can fit them in like after dinner and things like that because, you know, it's not a workout. It's different. You don't need all that. You just need to get out of the house when you walk. Um, And then blocking in more like 10 minute slots here and there for things like journaling and Thrive Times and things like that. And then in step three, you also want to make sure that you have your boundaries up. So the people that you live with um, know that these are non-negotiables so that so that they know not to put you in a in a place where you're going to feel uncomfortable saying no. Like They know not to ask you to drop the kids to their their play dates or football or whatever it is, or they know not to ask you to bring them to the dentist or whatever it is that they, they really know not to ask, that they're, that, they're your, that they're your non-negotiables. They're very important. Just because you don't have to leave the house to work out, it doesn't mean that that time gets moved. And I really encourage you to take this step very seriously and work out when you say you're going to work out or take the time when you say you're going to And don't let other things ring fence that time, put boundaries up on that time. I promise you with with practice, boundaries become quite easy to do. And I never, ever, ever thought I would get to that place in my life ever. Boundaries are relatively a new thing for me. I've only been at them about a year now. They've been the most rewarding thing, one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. And um, you, it gets really easy with time. You, you just really easily say, no, nope, I can't do that time. What about this time? You, you just, it just rolls off the tongue. Whereas before, I was in, it was impossible for me. 
I would think, yeah, of course. No, 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 that's no problem. I'll, I'll fit you in there. Whoever I was talking to, family, whoever. Yeah, of course, of course. Ah, sure. And I would think to myself, oh, sure, I can move that. That's no problem. Sure, it's only a workout. I can move that. No, absolutely not. Very important step. Get your family on board. And my last step is to take action. And I know that sounds really obvious, but I want to expand on that a little and say take action and also take action right away. So you might have, you've written your goals, you've written your action steps, you've taken out your calendar, you've booked your time and you're saying, okay, so tomorrow I have my workout at this time. However, I also encourage you to take action right away to show yourself that you're on track. It might be something as simple as walking to your kitchen sink and drinking a big glass of water, or it might be as simple as walking out the door and getting like literally five minutes of fresh air. Um, it's doing something that's showing you that you're on track so you don't feel like you're waiting to get on track. It might be a bit of journaling. It might be sitting in silence for five minutes. Um, Meditating, exercising, doing a 10-minute workout, getting five minutes of fresh air. Something that signals to your brain that you're on track and you're not waiting to get on track. So just to be super clear, I hope this really helps you. This is my four-step process my four-step roadmap for you to get back on track when you're feeling off track with your fitness and health. Number one is to forget about what's happened, to draw a line in the sand. Number two is to write out your goals and your action steps. Remember, the goal is the destination. The action steps is the roadmap to that destination. Number three is to block time out on your calendar, put up your boundaries and make sure that your whole family or people you live with are fully aware that these are your times and that they're non-negotiables. And step number four is to take action on your plan. However, it's also to take action right away on something that shows that you are on track. I hope you found this short little podcast episode helpful. Um, And I would also really ask you uh, to leave a review wherever you get your podcast, whatever star you want to leave, whatever you want to write, just uh, please leave a review. It would be very, very helpful to me. Um, Thank you. And so, so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, contact me. Let me know your thoughts. Um, All my love. Goodbye. Goodbye.